It's coming. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Zaddy Vibe Show. I'm your boy, DC. Got, you know, Chilla. Chilla with us. We got a special, very, very special guest with us today. What's going on, y'all? Joe Hawks, how y'all doing? Hold on, let's get a cheer. For let's go. So All we're right. cheering for you, Joe. You just can't hear it. I can't hear it either. You can't. So. You guys can't. Hear no, it. I, heard, I heard something. I heard a little. I heard a little uh, cheer in the background. Yeah, so I heard like, a little something. It's the software, man. <laughs> it's loud and clear in my headphones. When you when I put the recording in the software, <laughs> you can hear it loud and clear. So when you listen to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you will hear the cheers. My my co-host and our guests cannot hear the cheers. But cheers. Welcome to the show, Joe. How you doing, man? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm okay. good. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Chilla, how you doing? Oh, man, I am doing excellent. I am sipping on some Svetka. 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 Clear? You want that clear stuff tonight? I got me a little whiskey. Got me a little whiskey. Okay. I'm a whiskey well, man. I like okay. the dark. Dark and open. Oh, you know what? I just, matter of fact, I just went and grabbed it. I just ran and grabbed it. Uh, cracked open a cold beer. I'm sorry. There I got, we go, I got, baby. I, got, I don't, got, I don't have the top shelf alcohol you guys have, but <laughs> I, got a, I got a Pacifico in front of me right now, so it's all good. So oh, uh, man. I got this vodka from Grocery Outlet for six bucks. Ain't nothing top Grocery shelf. Grocery Outlet, bargain market. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, man. I'm all about, I'm all about clipping coupons. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially with this economy, man. This economy is horrible. Inflation, you got it. It's now more than ever. Now more than ever. Right. Speaking of clipping coupons and saving some money, <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors are in a very, very, very tough pickle this off season. Uh, they got a lot of bloated contracts, in my opinion. They came off a season where they barely got over five hundred. They were one of the worst road teams in the NBA lost in the second round to a team that did not belong in the conference finals that we saw. They got swept. What state are the Warriors in, guys? How do you feel about what they need to do this offseason? Joe, let's start with you. You're a special guest. Let's start with you, man. How are you what are we? How are you going to start with me? Okay, first of all, contrary to what you believe, we don't need to trade Clay. We don't need to trade Dre. He's he's not even on the team right now. <laughs> we need a um I think we need a couple more veteran pieces. I think the fact that you know Otto Porter wasn't with us this season, it hurt. I, I kept telling people during that playoff run, Otto Porter was super important to us. Yeah. And I know you have this whole youth movement, but no, I think we need just need a couple more key veterans like a Mike Conley or someone of that name, maybe even an, another big man, DeAndre Ayton, hint, hint, wink, wink. Because, um, like you said earlier, I don't think Looney will be afraid to come off the bench, although I would hate it. But I think we need another starter that um, can shoot. We got to have somebody because if not, all they're going to do is double team our other options. Right, and I'm I'm not sure about our our new uh, GM. So, yeah, I just think we need some veteran pieces. That's what I think we need. I think we need to shake something up. Shake something, Joe. It sounds like pie in the sky because I think uh, I think it was mentioned that you know DeAndre Ayton and uh, Mike Conley Jr. Those I mean those those sound good, but I don't want Ayton here. I don't want. No. Uh, I mean. Okay. 
Okay. No, because let's, let's be real about it. I mean, Looney has, you know, has done everything that you've asked him for. He's come off the bench. He's started. He's even taken, you know, when they had Jonathan, when they had uh, James Wiseman here, he even took a step back. So, I mean, Looney is, is, is for for the today's NBA game is the be- is, is perfect center for the Warriors. What the Warriors really need to do is just kind of just fill out that bench. I mean, because when they've won championship, they've had good players coming off that bench, reliable players, veteran players. So I think what they would need to do, I mean, Jeremiah Green opted out of it, is most likely going to opt out of his uh, contract that he uh, mm-hmm. and get in and opt out and actually sign a new one. Clay Thompson, if I were if I were the Warriors, I'll offer him maybe a two, maybe three year deal, kind of line it up with Steph's uh, with yeah. Steph's deal, yeah. and uh, and you go from there. Because let's face it, we love Clay, we all do. I mean, you don't want to see him in another uniform, but his skills have have diminished, and as Ew. you saw. Hey, hey, hey! I mean, even, smooth, man. Even, Come on. Hey, it's hard to. I'm telling you, as, as a Warrior fan, it's hard to say that, but it's the truth. So when you when you see that, especially for a guy that led the league in uh, made threes over 300 threes this year, uh, you you still you still believe in him, but in terms of him being one of the more premier uh, superstars or players in the league, that time's kind of it, 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 it's 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 taken away because of the injuries he's coming back from so it's not you know it's not like his skills have totally diminished but a lot of it is deal, dealing with those coming back from those injuries and especially the lower leg injuries for a guy right. that loves to shoot those i mean as you saw his legs he didn't have his legs in the in the, in the series against the lakers the, the the king series sure uh but that lakers series it just seems like every shot that he was taking he was off balance it wasn't smooth like the the the, the textbook jumper that we we've, we've come to to love so i mean i don't want clay playing in another uniform but i'm not going to break the bank to keep him here either facts and what Ew. was a red flag for me is him looking like an old man trying to guard austin reeves that was bad uh, D'Angelo Russell cooking him. That was bad. That's not the clay that we're used to. His shots were short. His shots were off. That's not the clay that we're used to. Three for 15, three for 14. Games like that from him and consecutive games in the playoff series are unacceptable. It's okay. unacceptable. We just, this is not what, and it's, it's, it's so, it's not so much how bad he played is that you're paying him $43 million. You're paying and, him and, to be your and, second best player. And just to jump in right there, you're paying him for what he's done in the past. You're not paying exactly. him what he's going to do in the future. So really when you give him that, when you give him like 40, 40 plus million a year, it's for what he's done. The four championships being one of the cornerstones of the franchise. Yeah. That's what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, a, it's the nature of sports business. I mean, you don't get it wrong. Sports is fun, but professional sports, it's a business. Let's it's get that business. let's get that straight. And he deserved don't get me wrong, he deserved the contract. But without right question, now, he does. Right now, he's not playing up to that contract. And it's it's hurting the team because it's it's preventing them to make moves. They can't even get the, the mid level exception now because they're so far over the tax apron. So I I mean, if he does the the extension, if he signs a, a reasonably priced extension, that brings next year's number down, which make, gives them a little bit more flexibility. Not much. They still don't have the mid-level exception. 
and you're probably going to lose Dante DiVincenzo because he outplayed that contract, so he could get a bigger number than the four million he's going to get off that that mid level exception. Sure, but yeah. that that forty three million is hurting. And okay, let let me ask you. Let me ask both of you guys this: Are you willing? To, are you guys willing to trade Clay? No, 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 no. We're not. I'm, I'm not saying trade Clay, but I'm not saying break the bank for him again because when he let's let's let's, let's not forget. This man tore his ACL in a finals game, went and shot the free throw, looked at everyone else, including me and my TV, to say, hey, I still want to play defense, but they had to pull him off the court. So as soon as he got hurt, when they wheeled him into the operating room, Joe Lincoln had a contract ready for him to sign right then and there. We loved him for that. Again, we love Clay. But you're not going to drop 190, 200 million on him for uh, for diminished uh, diminished skills. That's just you're just not going to do that as a franchise, especially when we just talked about the uh, the tax apron that 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 has been implemented by the league, which is supposed to hurt teams like the Warriors. So it's the Warriors rule. Let's not get exactly. So Warriors rule. It's the Warriors rule. So so again, Clay, we in his mind, we we in his mind, he's still he's still a primetime player. And there and there had been glimpses of that during the season, but when you sit down at the negotiating table, Clay, you're not a. T- I'm sorry, you're not a max player anymore. That's just the, that's just the reality of the uh, that's just the reality of the, of the business we're in right now. Sorry, <laughs> and me, my personal opinion. I know Joe doesn't want to trade him, but I'm open to it. I don't mm. don't get a mistake. I don't want to, but I can't sit here and say. That that forty three million dollar that his contract can the the type of players it can bring back or the amount of players it can bring back, I can't sit here and say that there's a possibility that trading him and the return could make the team better. Based off Damn. that's just based off of what we've seen in the playoffs. And I know okay, we are- want to say a hey he did this in the regular season, but he's thirty three going on thirty four. What he did in the playoffs that may be the new version of Clay. He's getting older. There's no reverting back to the old clay now. That's gone. Pool, you can say that when he's 23 years old. He can go back to the old pool that we saw last year. Maybe he just had a bad year. Clay on that okay. hand, 34, he may not go back. Okay, will we trade clay for Bradley Bill? I think that's a parallel move. I don't Why would you do that? It's nonsensical. I don't I don't like, no, no, like John, like tell me why why would you trade why would you trade Clay Thompson for Bradley Bill? What is I it that he what, you, what, what, what is it that Bradley Bill will do that Clay Thompson hasn't already done for you? Right. I personally wouldn't, but there's a lot of people out there trying to vouch for it. No, which, which again, I mean, when you're the Warriors, when you've won championships, you when you set a standard where guys, where the, remember, we, we've all are old enough to remember where the Warriors were a waste haven oh, for guys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, now they're being talked about as a place where guys who, who want to win want to go and play. So right. the Warriors, again, the Warriors are always going to be mentioned amongst the teams where a superstar that is a disgruntled superstar in another city wants to get out and is looking for greener pastures. The Warriors, as long as Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, it, really more so if if Steph Curry is around. Everybody in the NBA that is looking to go on to maybe win a championship or continue their career will want to come and play for the Warriors. So Bradley Beal is a good player, but when I hear superstar attached to his name, I don't buy that. 
He's not. A, he's he's a, very, he's a really good player. But when I hear superstar, you think of LeBron, right. Steph, Giannis. You know, you hear those Ew. Kevin Durant, those names. Bradley Beal, good play, good player, good player. No re- disrespect, but he is not a superstar. No, superstar. You think a superstar player? He's leading his team to the playoffs year in and year out. That's not what's going on in in Washington. No, he's playing. He's playing ball and earning his money. Exactly. So that's not a superstar. That's okay. an all star caliber player, but it's not a super. You're not getting superstar return for him. I I just don't see that. It makes no sense. And okay. I, yeah, you. I know you okay. don't want that, but it just, it makes no sense. But but you know what though? Okay, like the biggest name in free eight. Well, in this off season, like terms of star power is Bradley Bill, what happens with him in Washington. But, I mean, who else is out there that, that, that you want the Warriors to even think about? I mean, do you hear about you hear about Chris Paul's name? Um, being as somebody back there. Like, no. again, I'm just saying, hey, 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 those are the names you just hearing because at this point, because at this point, Chris Paul is going to get, is going to get paid by the Suns. But if you're a team like the Warriors who – you know, maybe just may take a flyer on Chris Paul. Like, let's, let's for, for for example, like Steph Curry missed what, what like twenty something games yeah. last year. Yeah. Okay. Would you would you mind having Chris Paul starting twenty of those games? So I'm just saying. What we, we seeing the alternatives of, too? Just you know, just throwing it out there. We had this on a pad last week. I don't think, I don't think it'd be a, it'd be good on chemistry. Based on what? Okay, so you said that Chris Paul and Steph, they um they work out work out with each other every offseason, right? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like Warriors fans hate Chris Paul. Okay, stop you right there. Yes, <laughs> that, that 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 is that is a given point. But we've seen we've seen when a guy comes into it, you know, you may have hate him. When he's playing for the other team, but as soon as he comes part of your team, you find you find a way to fall in love with him. I.e. Like, Richard I, Sherman, Jonathan. Richard, you may not exactly, know about that, but Richard Sherman. Great, point, great point. That's a perfect example. Matter of fact, any team that Rajon Rondo's played for over, <laughs> right. the, over the last few years, guys have hated Rondo when they played against him. But when he comes into the locker room, he makes everyone better. Like so, don't get it wrong. Like Chris Paul, of course. You know, there's that whole pesky thing that uh, he's not available for the playoffs. But that, that you know, we, we we climb that mountain when it gets there. But just imagine if the Warriors had, you know, a Chris Paul to kind of navigate the waters during the season where they couldn't seem to win a, a road game. The Warriors, if if they would have at least won, if they if they could have at least gone 500 on the road, right. that's a 60. That's a sixty-win team, and that's what Seriously. I was saying all season. If they were five, that's a sixty-win team, right? There. Think okay, about that for is, a second. Chris Paul they willing to come off the bench? At this point of his career, I don't see why. He not. want to? Yes. If you're if you're behind guys like Steph, Clay, and Wiggins, I don't see why Chris Paul would have a problem with that as a thirty-eight-year-old player. Chris Paul is not a Chris Paul is not a starting point guard in the league anymore. No. So. It, honestly, his best opportunity before he went to Phoenix, I was thinking that I was I was seriously thinking that Milwaukee should have traded for Chris Paul a couple yeah. years ago before they ended up getting to Drew Holiday, even though they won a championship. But I thought if 
Chris Paul, because we see when he the impact he has on teams. Remember, when he was at OKC, he helped that team make the playoffs. You know, so it's not like so it's not like he's a he's a detriment to your team to your team. He brings value, but again, the whole knock on him is that he's just not ready, he's just not available for the playoffs. But you put him in the Warrior system, um, maybe you know, you kind of monitor his games, monitor the amount of games he plays so he can be re- you know, so he can be fresh for the playoffs. Take a flyer on him. Maybe four million dollars the Warriors, like the mid level exception. Four million dollars. Chris Paul's getting sixteen or sixteen, seventeen million from the Suns. Right. Come on. That's a, that's a joke in the bucket. A big caveat to him not being available to the playoffs is he does a lot of heavy lifting on all the teams that he's been on. He comes to the Warriors. He's not doing heavy lifting. He gets hurt because he's playing thirty eight minutes a game, and he's 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 getting up there in age. That's Solid why he's getting point. hurt. Every t- every team that he's played for, the Rockets, Suns, he's gotten hurt because he's played damn near 40 minutes a game he comes here you're looking at 25 30 at the most and you're trying to he's going to get rest that that's a given he's going to get a rest so i don't see a scenario where he's playing 25 minutes a game and he's hurt in the playoffs if that happens then he's just an unlucky player but this is the type of scenario he would want to be in for his body for the sake of him trying to win a ring and you know going into the 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 end of his career with some success and feeling good. So what I will say is where I think if Chris Paul came to the Warriors, he would help on one of our biggest weaknesses, which is turnovers. Turnovers and bench playmaker. We need a playmaker off the bench. Sean Livingston you know has what? missed so much. John John, you really hit it you really hit the nail right there on the head because I mean that's really been really been one of the Warriors' bugaboos a lot, really since Steve Kerr's been uh, right, as a coach. Right. Is the turnovers? Is the amount of turn and, and the turnovers are not just the you know live turn. It's the it's the Steph trying to pass him behind his back. It's the yeah. careless the careless yeah. turnovers. It's like you, a good simple bounce pass in that situation would have worked instead of the, the the highlight behind the back behind the behind the hot dog vendor. Like, dude, just make the simple pass. It'll lead to two points. Man, that Steph Curry left-handed pass kill. He's probably one of the he's probably one of the best left-handed passers in the league. But <laughs> that lazy throw that he does, then he like he he'll lob it with his left hand to start to get into the motion of the offense. Uh-huh. It's the laziest lob. I hate when he does that. It drives me crazy. When it drives, it drives oh a lot of folks God. crazy. Yeah. But with that said, this offense, the way it runs, it's 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 it's, it's improv. It's pretty much improv, and there's a lot of passing. So turnovers are going to happen. There's no way that this system is going to be a successful system without turnovers. It's just the amount of turnovers that are happening because of laziness that ruins. How successful this team is, especially this year. The chemistry sure. was off. Uh-huh. It was just off. Damn. Damn. So yeah. Damn. But I mean, like <laughs> again, like having Chris Paul on this team, it sounds. It, it, I mean, it does sound form because the Warriors have battled him pretty much. You know, the last what six, seven years, or even ten now. Because I mean, Chris Paul still is still. You know. Heated from 
when he was with the Clippers and the Warriors apparently jumped the line in front of him mm-hmm. and for denied him of his championship. They, I mean, we absolutely did. We absolutely did. And crazy thing, but the crazy thing is though, like I said, we were talking about Clay Thompson earlier. Clay doesn't doesn't speak a lot in terms of trash talk, but when he said. You know, the, the year after they won that first championship and Doc Rivers and Chris Paul were chirping, talking about they didn't play the Clippers or, or the Spurs in the playoffs, Clay Thompson said, it, and like I said, love him to death for this one, it wasn't our fault that y'all lost to the Rockets. Remember, they lost to that Rockets team with Wayne <laughs> Howard and right. Josh Smith. You know, like, 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 for real. Like, we go back and we were talking about this year's playoffs is that Sure, the Warriors lost to the Lakers in the second round, and uh, to a team uh, you know we were coming in saying that shouldn't you know barely made the playoffs. Hey, and that that goes back to that goes back to the you know to fans you know when the Warriors get to the playoffs, we're almost we're all, it's almost guaranteed that the Warriors are going to get to the finals. So yeah. when they lost in the second round, I mean a lot of folks were shocked, even with the you know even with the. The, uh, the, uh, the discrepancy in free throws, right. and, you know. So I, I just think that really with, with the way that the Warriors uh, are set up, a, a, couple of, a couple of tweaks here and there, they could be the ones playing in the finals next year again. So, I mean, it's not like this is all doom and gloom. Enjoy the four championships in 10 years and just retool. Simple as that. Okay, so, Joe, let me ask you this, because me, me and DC go about this all the time. Do you believe in... Going moving forward, a younger Warriors team, or do you think we should add veterans to maximize Steph's window? You know what? And and we were and we were kind of it's that's good. That's actually a very good question because um, you got to look at it with this is that Steph has what two three more years left on his current deal. Mm-hmm. I think w- really what it is is that you want to maximize Steph Curry's um, last window. three years. Yeah, his window of opportunity to win another championship. I would say. I mean, the Warriors got hurt by trying to develop this young core while still winning. And I think that's really kind of derailed this season. Um, they Next year, they just need to commit to, to one plan. And if, they, if, and if it means maximizing Steph's window of opportunity to win, multiple, win more championships, add veterans to the squad. Because, again, like, like we were just saying – Couple of tweaks here and there, and you're and you are another and you are a championship team, uh, a championship co- uh, contender next year. But I understand life after Steph and after Clay is what the is what Warrior fans are, are fearing for because they don't want to go back to the Chris Cohen days. No, of, of great time out. Oh, of, my oh man, like happy that we won twenty games in the season. You know, we, we you know <laughs> Donald Foyle. Oh man, what? <laughs> Hey, Warriors all-time leader, leader in blocks. Get that man. Get that man. Get put some respect <laughs> on that man's uh, name, okay? Um, you know, uh, Chris Mills and Terry Cummings. Oh, being you excited, know, being excited so, uh, about yeah. an Eric Dampier double Yo. double is nuts. That is. Nuts. Do you want to hear who? Do you want to hear who Danny favorite warrior was for a while? Who was his? Who was his favorite this warrior? Is, this is so sad. This is the sad. This is how you know Warriors <laughs> were in the darkest days ever in oh, the Milk. No, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It is. Bobby Sura. Bobby Sura was your guy? Yeah, man. I used to be on the playground you know as a kid talking about, Bobby, I was throwing a playup, so I was doing a you, little, you know how he would do a layup and he would like pucker his lips out? I would do that too. Oh, God. I would do that too. I, that's how you know bad what? it was, man. 
Oh my god. The, hey, hey, D, don't even trip because my favorite. <laughs> hey, seriously, for for the longest, one of my favorite wars. I mean, it, I, I I just couldn't put. I, I mean, I, every time every time we got out there, I mean, I was up there uh, throwing the pawpaws, bimbo coals, man. Come on, man. Wow. So, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, we got him from the Heat, right? Yeah, and the, t- and the in the Timmy Hardaway trade, exactly. Yeah, there you wow. go. Yeah, Bimbo Coles. Yeah, I mean Bimbo Coles and Riley Sockley, come on down. He played with the Cavs as well, right? Yeah. He played with the Cavs as well, as well. Man, right? phenomenal knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's uh, Bobby Sir, Bimbo Coles, Riley Sockley. Let's not forget, you know, like I said, Tony Delg. Uh, Man, I was excited about Zarko Jabar. J- J- how you say his name? Jonas Jarebko? No, not <laughs> uh, Zarko. What is it? Zarko Jabarkapa. You remember him? Oh, yeah. I was excited yes. about him. I thought, oh, dude, he has potential. I thought folks Oh my God! Folks really? were ha- folks were kind of uh, were, were um, what was it um, be not be elite. So what's my other guy? Um, Beadrins. Now nah, I'm being just the Italian. Um, oh, Marco Bellinelli. My man, there you go, oh, Marco, Marco Bellinelli. Bellinelli. Next coming, boy. I thought that was Manu Ginobili 2.0, man. <laughs> no, man. you know, you know who else think that had really good upside? Who's that? Anthony Randolph. I knew you was gonna say that. That's, you know what? That's trauma. Hey, hey, Anthony Randolph he did, and uh, and Anthony Morrow for a minute before uh, they, mm-hmm. they let him. You know, you like that fifty-four point game. Dude? Hey, man. The oh my God. Hey. The Clippers. He Good. went out fifty-four point game. He was hitting I was juice. That was clay before clay. I'm like, this guy got it. We got, we got. You one. know why I was juiced, right? Because we beat Baron Davis ass. The key smart led warriors. And guess what? Guess who, guess who else? Guess who else was in that same vein? Y'all remember Marcus Williams? You better believe it. Oh from, my uh, God, Marcus Dude. Williams from UConn. Yes. His, yeah, lucky. yeah. His ju- mm-hmm. he he would hit threes too, and it was like, dude, Marcus these two Williams, yeah, back you and forth. Got, oh mm-hmm. my God, I thought the Warriors mm-hmm. were back. I thought they were going to go on a run, but. You, you but get again, it. like like we were saying, is that we, like life after Steph? Is what Warriors fans are fearing. So that's why you got to maximize this window of opportunity uh, with Steph right now, with Clay, and maybe squeeze one more championship out. And then, hey, you know what? You 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 can say that you know if the Warriors will never win another championship, you can say that you actually saw right. four championships right. in your lifetime from a, right. from a team. Again, we're twenty wins around here. Folks is ready to throw parade for. Man, don't you know? So Bustleman days, they won thirty, and we thought. Oh man, Mike Montgomery! My God, oh, Mike Montgomery too. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. But let me pose this because I, I I asked Chill about this. Let me pose this mm-hmm. question to you, Joe. Sure. What if maximizing Steph's window? And I I haven't really heard too many people talk about this. What if maximizing Steph's window doesn't involve Dre and Clay? You know what? And I'm actually okay with that, even though I don't want. Even, like I said, I don't want to trade Clay. Don't you know? Don't want to see. Mm. Ste- don't want to. Don't want to see Dre move on. But Magic Johnson played without AC Green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like so. Let's be real about it. The only re- that I, and, I, and I and I and I truly believe this. I truly believe this statement here. The real reason why the real reason why Draymond Green is still around is because Steph Curry says so. Yes. 100%. Let's be real about it because 100%. because if if Steph Curry Steph Curry can go to our new GM 
tomorrow in uh, Mike Dunleavy again. What, great we can hire, talk about by that. the way. Great hire. Okay, because folks is still trying to still trying to uh, keep that whole the Warriors drafted him at, at number three overall and he sucked all that label that man that that man was a player. He's a Joe, general. So you manager. agree, Joe? That was a great hire. Yeah, keeping it house. Oh my god, this guy, Joe. Oh, wow. Special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Joe is in the building. <laughs> yeah, hey man, I think it's a good. I think it's a good hire. Somebody agrees. Uh, this is a great hire. So let me get this straight. So if you go outside, so 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 it sounds like John wanted somebody wanted them to go outside the uh, the organization to hire somebody okay, else. Okay, okay, no, Joe, you want to tell you? Yes, tell. Please tell Joe. Come on, Sean this, Livingston. This ridiculous. Sean Livingston as your general manager. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Sean Livingston. Re- you might as well hire me then. Rush, dude. <laughs> Oh, and I love Sean Livingston. Take my headphones off. I do too. I love Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston. Come on. What are you guys talking about? Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston is. Sean Livingston should be just. This is what Sean Livingston should be doing. Showing up at Oakland High with the ribbon cutting for any for new basketball <laughs> courts. Okay. And I love Sean, but general manager means that means you're going to be the guy that's going to be tasked with. Do, what you gonna do with Clay? What you gonna do with Steph? See, like friendships is out the window when you become general out manager, the Sean. Window. Okay, so if you were like, you know what, Draymond, it's time for you to go take a hike. You're not gonna be able to live that down. You're gonna be because you'll be you will be public enemy number one around here if you if you decide to trade Clay Thompson for a hill of beans or Draymond Green over to the Detroit Pistons for a bag of a bag of basketballs. Like you will be hated <laughs> around here if you would if if you go ahead and says you know what it's time to it's time to it's time to turn the page, Steph. We're gonna give you uh we're gonna give you, you and Wiggins are tasked with trying to get the Warriors to another fifty win season in the Western Conference. Right. Okay. <laughs> so Jordan Poole, you know, like Kaminga, like I mean, it, it like I, I like what I like the pieces the Warriors have because again, they have a they still have a championship nucleus and you can build around that, bring in some veterans. But if you if you want to keep uh Poole and Kaminga around, you gotta give them opportunities to play, and then, especially right. with Kaminga, let him let him fuck up, let him, not, let him mess up. It's just not, let him mess up. It's not so much that they're the two timelines, the the players that they have aren't good. It's just you're not committing to one. That's the big issue. You have the young talent. Moses Moody is a good player. Jonathan Kaminga is a good player. Jordan Poole's a good player. Like, I even like PBJ. He's really, I feel like he could have helped with the Warriors in that Lakers series. His size could have helped the I Warriors. I think I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like Kaminga. Yeah, you are. You're not. No, first of all, you're not the only one in the world that doesn't like Kaminga. Yeah, Trust me. How many games? How many games have you watched? And 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 Steve Kerr is putting down as a DNP. You know, like yeah, you and Kerr are the two people. Who you know, but, but to be honest with you, though, you know what? To be honest with you, though, Kaminga, it's like he's got raw talent that you just don't want to give up on, and it's like yeah. I understand with a fan base like the you know this this Warrior fan base that is gotten used to winning that missing you know missing the western conference finals is a is 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 a failure to this to to uh to the fan base here so somebody again when when you fall short of winning a championship or your season going down the toilet somebody has to answer for that and right now we're all we're looking for for people to answer for the why the reason why the warriors didn't make the finals we want to we're so quick 
Yeah, and but we're quick to we're quick to rush out the young talent. Right. You go look at football. We're already ready. We're already, there's already folks waiting to take Trey Lance to the airport right now. You up there and look with we'll the get Warriors because that. that's nonsensical to me. We'll me, get to that. me too. But you got folks who are ready to drive Jordan Poole out out uh, out of town, right. coming out of town. I mean, James Wiseman, you know, no fault oh, of his own, oh, was was ran out of town unceremoniously fast. So that's it, trauma. You, that's trauma. You for and me. DC are like a match made in heaven because y'all me. think alike. I'm just. I mean, if you, re- I mean, when you really just look at it, it, I mean, we're in an era now where we're winning. <laughs> matters most like they, folks want to win now like there's no more of this oh you know two three years down the road maybe we'll be ready to make the playoffs no 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 no. since the warriors have been this have been spoiling this fan base with with championships and right, 50 right. 60 win season it's to become the norm around here so when they've so when you've up here barely won what 44 games this year it's <laughs> a hard it's a hard 44 it's a hard 44 games right oh gosh so when you do that, it's like the fan base is re- again ready to fire Kerr. Bob Myers was like, "Man, I can't deal with this no more because I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be one task with a hey, Clay Draymond. There's the door. Like that. That's the, that's the real reason why I think Bob Myers really wanted to get out of town yeah. because he was like, you know what? Mm, I don't want to be the guy that, that has to tell Clay and and, and Draymond, uh, thanks for the memories, but take a hike. And that's he where we're that at. Guy. That's honestly where we're at. I love the two players, but that's where we're at, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's where we're at, man. But yeah, so that's just the Joe, man. I love it. I love to hear it. I love to hear I'm not the only one that views this team like this. This team is again, we love you, you love the Warriors, but you gotta really you have to really have to look at it with a real with a real keen eye, like, hey, this team is is in the Western Conference, they're still a formal team. But if you want to, if you want to get back to winning a championship, you're going to have to bring in some veterans to 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 really toughen up that bench, and and really find a way to 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 get some more get, to really get some more beef in the middle because that's really that's really where the team really got in uh, got in trouble is that they just didn't have that bulk in the middle. And, we, and like I said, we love Jonathan. Oh, I say we love um, we love Looney. Come on, Looney, but. You know, I need a little bit more athleticism in the middle. That's I mean, what it is. I think you need athleticism across the whole team. I think mm. you need at least one more athlete at each. Sp- mm. You need an athlete Good at point. guard. You need an athlete at forward. And you need an athlete at. Seven. We got an athlete with uh, Jordan Poole, though. Uh, that's not the type of athlete I'm talking about. <laughs> Jordan Poole. So his issue is, and I said this about him during the pandemic season. I think they sent him down because his body and his mind aren't aligned. It seems like his his mind wants him to do one thing and his body can't quite do it. He got over that last year and it was it was he he seemed more fluid with his movements. But something ha- I don't know if it was the 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 situation between him and Draymond, but something happened to where he relapsed on his mental state and his, he was just off kelter like he he tried to make moves he was traveling like there was a period where like i think two or three straight games they were calling travel on him left and right he had like a streak of games where he had at least three travels a game 
and he just lost his his rhythm and he was he was losing his dribble. He was turning over the ball like stupid turnovers, bouncing the ball off his leg, losing his dribble, and he just reverted back to that pandemic season Jordan Poole. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I mean, with Jordan Poole is is that I think he was pressing a lot because was he in the first year or no this year his this year uh, kicks in. It kicks in, yeah. So I think a lot of it, now that he got his money, you know, last year, he got that contract extension. I think he was pressing a lot, trying to live up to it. This year, he's going to really have to live up to it because unless unless they trade him, the next thing, I mean, really, the Warriors, I mean, he's, he's being paid like he's going to be the one who's going to take the torch from Steph when this is all said and done. Unfortunately, yeah, but... He, he can't be the one. He he has to be the Clay Thompson of this situation moving forward. Like if if the Warriors do see a future with him as a main cog, he can't be the the Steph. He has to be like the Clay. That's just not his. He doesn't he doesn't have the the intangibles that Steph has. He's a very good player, and I could see where he, his game can go, but he's more of a secondary option to where. I see, and this may be a crazy take, I see Jonathan Kaminga more as a primary player in the future for a franchise. What? I do. What? I see him more. He plays both ends of the court. He's athletic. He's getting his shot down. I know that was like a major sticking point for him, but he's getting it. His shot is not bad. It just looks ugly. Okay, hot take. Jonathan Kaminga is a poor man's Vince Carter. Hot take. A poor man's Vince Carter. I can see it. I can see that. A poor man's Vince Carter, huh? I can see that. What do you that. think? What do you What do you guys think? Honestly, I, I to be real with you, I don't think Vince. Well, you know, Duncan ability possibly, right? But I see him. I see honestly, I see him as more of a Ronald test, like body really? size. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. Ron Artest, <laughs> let's not forget, this man broke Michael Jordan's ribs in a pickup game, okay? Yeah. Cracked Mike Jordan's ribs, The physicality okay? is through the roof with John. And that's what I'm saying. Like, again, Kaminga has, like, that, has that, like, that body where you just know there's this, there's this raw, untapped potential there. That, he's 20. That it, he's 20. And that's the thing. It's like the Warriors, you drafted these guys. Like, I've always I've always been a big advocate of, of the guys you draft, you develop. You The homegrown guys are the ones that are going to help you uh, win. So I really believe if the Warriors can just really just give Jonathan Kaminga just every opportunity to grow and to play, he's going to be a good player for them. He will be. Oh, he's my just gosh. A, but, Okay, but but do you think he really has that intestinal fortitude? Taking back to wrestling, he's twenty years old. We just talked about how young he is. We, yeah, I mean, if you give he the thing is, he wants it. He was pouting this year because he wants it, and that's the thing is with with and the thing is with Kamini is the fact that with what's been the problem with him is that if he makes a mistake. Courage, quick to yank him out. I just feel like he needs to play through his mistakes as a young player. You cannot, but under the, any circumstance, give Anthony Lamb more leash than Jonathan. Oh Kamiga, God! Which, oh God. which had happened this year? That's what was so confusing to me because they play the same position. <laughs> Why are you giving Anthony Lamb more leash than Jonathan? Because Kamiga? he doesn't smile after every foul. 
Oh. That's why. That means nothing to winning basketball. My man Afro Afro Samurai Anthony uh, Lamb. <laughs> Afro Samurai <laughs> ankle ankle low cut shoes with ankle socks. It, it kills me. You, you, oh my god! He's, even... he's looking. He's looking to roll his ankle left and right. right. Come on, dude. Come <laughs> on, dude. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. We could go on all night about this. <laughs> just one, one more, one more. I just got one more question about the Warriors. Let me ask you this yes, one sir. right here. Yes, uh-huh. sir. So, Curtis in the last year is in the last year of his deal, right? Do you? And I'm not a fan of giving of having coaches coach in the lame duck year. Do you extend Kerr this off season? Absolutely, I would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think you should. There you go. I think you should, but stability is what I look for. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of what Dunleavy and Lakeup sees this team as. In the like future. my whole thing is with Kerr. Like I always go back to the 2015 championship mm-hmm. when if we didn't have his coaching ability, we don't win that ring. No, and the reason why yeah. I say that is. You know, even though he took this, I guess it was from a video coordinator. When we substituted Andre Iguodala yeah. and took Bogut out the starting lineup, that's when that whole series changed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right. We don't you know, win that championship without that. So, matter of fact, a follow-up question. Does, does, does Mark Jackson get enough credit? No, he doesn't. Why is I that? Think he gets too much credit. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank Y'all you. I think he gets because, too much. Because no, no, because because like every time I hear an interview, like, like matter of fact, Isaiah Thomas was talking to, uh, I think Isaiah was Isaiah Thomas was talking to somebody, and he kept saying, you know, Mark Jackson doesn't get enough credit for putting no. this team. In. Let's let's pump the brakes. Like, if you live in the Bay Area, how many times have you heard Steve, after every, damn near every championship they've won? Steve Kerr, you know, Mark Jackson has done a great job oh, instilling defense talk, yeah. in here, and I just came in and just flipped the key. How many times have we heard that? Yeah, we've heard that a lot. Multiple times. I, mean, <laughs> I guess what my perspective is more so outside of here. Yeah. yeah he gets yeah, all the yeah. credit. Everyone here True. says he built the foundation. But when you go to the media, like the U.S. media outside of this market, Mm. It's all Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr came here and did this. He he built this, and it, it wouldn't have gotten to this point without Steve Kerr. My, so, my whole thing is, if if Mark Jackson was this good, why hasn't he been hired since? I think it's outside of basketball. Well, that part part of partial part part of that part of it is that, but I just think like I'm just not been I've never been a big fan of Mark Jackson up there trying to. You know, handpick his spots. Yeah. Because every time he's got yeah. up, because every time I've heard, every time I've heard him come up saying, you know, or his name come up for a job, it's always been linked to LA or Phoenix, somewhere near the West Coast. If he was really about wanting to coach again, why didn't he Anywhere. coach in Orlando? Yeah. Why didn't he coach, you know, the Knicks or hell? Why didn't he coach in the Pistons before I, Marty, Marty Williams got that job? You know what I'm saying? It's it's all, like, that falls under the category outside of basketball for me, too. Is It's partly mm. him, partly what he did here, which okay. was kind of alienate the front office from the team. Oh, yeah. How many times? How many of y'all seen the 50-win season? After? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. And, and is that thing that he did about Festus Azili true? Not true. Elaborate. So it was supposedly said that 
Um, Festus Azili, he told the team that Festus Azili didn't want the team to succeed because he was injured. What? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. If that's true, then yeah, Mark Jackson shouldn't be coaching yeah. anybody's team. If that's yeah, yeah, true, you guys haven't heard that. I think I've heard. Know. I've heard. I've heard him. Him and his uh, back and forth with Andrew Bogan. That's what I, I know that. Say, yeah, yeah I know that was for a fact. But no, you know, is, take a look at it after we get off of Google. I'm gonna take a look at that because I because that I mean would, would I be shocked if Mark Jackson and you know had something to, to do with that? No, but I would be shocked if 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 it comes out that Mark Jackson was you know. Was 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 eating sour grapes every time he calls a Warriors uh a Warriors finals game because right, he yeah. because because yeah. let's be real about it everybody was like you know de, you know does Mark Jack you know the argument is does Mark Jackson win these championships if he's still no. the coach no not at no. all no no you know and and let's be and let's be honest with ourselves here like you talk about alienating the front office. This man was getting this man was getting alienated by his own assistant coaches. Right. Okay. Let's not right. forget. Let's not forget about the right. Darren Ehrman uh, situation where it was getting uh, video, uh, getting tape recorded in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a team meeting. So, I mean, Mark Jackson again, good. You know, good basketball mind. One of the you know one of the greatest point guards of all time, top five in assists and steals of all time. But as a coach. I'm not hiring him. Seriously, I'm not. That's yeah. just that's just that's just me. I, I, because because one, he's not, he's not real big on the X's and O's. He's more of a, of a motivator, and and it goes back. Yeah. And there's almost it almost reminds me of Mike Singletary. You know, with the 49ers. Oh, that's exactly. Like, that's a perfect analogy. You know, and and I and I think with the whole Mike Singletary thing was that he was a he was made a head coach a little earlier than he was. Same with Mark Jackson to me. Yeah, he yeah. Mike Singletary built the Niners culture, but he just yeah. he he couldn't build a game plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, exactly. whole, that whole thing that the Warriors do that just us thing that came from Mark Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, Mark Jackson has his fingerprints is still all over, all over this organization, but in terms of you know of getting credit, the amount of credit he should he, he richly deserves. We all know if you live in the Bay Area, you've heard time and time again how much credit he gets for um, for this current iteration of the Warriors. And I kind of feel bad for him because making him call the finals game with the Warriors in it is kind of like no, 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 listen, no, 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 no. Listen, but listen, <laughs> it's like watching your ex girlfriend that you helped build her style, you helped build her credit, you made her mindset to where it's like you're going to be successful. You guys break up, and now you have to watch her succeed with another man and have the best that, life be, from what you taught her. That ESPN page, the ESPN ABC paycheck is, is, is making it, making that for it. He's it, little, with that. it makes it a little better, but he sleeps well at night when he up there cash those checks. But I, no, I hear what you're saying. It, it, yeah. it, it, it is kind of hard. I'm sure there was, I'm sure that first, that first finals run, it was hard. I'm hard. sure it was. But as 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 the Warriors became as it became the Warriors Invitational with the Cavs every year, it, it, it got it got it got okay for him to uh, yeah. you know he got acclimated to uh, see it. Oh, it's June. 
It's the finals. Okay, it's the Warriors against uh, whoever whoever the Eastern Conference wants to throw at him this year. I think so, uh, he got to a point where he was like, I probably couldn't got him got him near this much. <laughs> and that's the thing too, because because like because because just imagine if Mark, if Mark Jackson was still the head coach of the Warriors and he hadn't won a championship with this group that we see here, we're calling for his job. Yeah. Because we're like, how come you can't get at least squeeze one title without with with with, with this team? How come right. you can't just win one championship? Right. So so I mean, like like I said, the Warriors are, are you know this off season. I just think with with you know just to just to kind of put a bow on it, I just think that they just need they just they just need a, an infusion of some vets, you know, kind of and, and and just allow some. And, and if they don't trade Kaminga and uh, and pull this off season. Get them back into the trust mode of the team. Because I think right. that's what a lot also hurt is that they didn't have, they didn't, tr- it seemed like they didn't trust each other at times on the floor. Right. So you got to get, you know, you rebuild that relationship, come out next year, play well in the Western Conference, win 50 games, take the chances in the playoffs. Because again, with this core that, that, that you have here with Steve Kerr, this was, th- this, losing to the Lakers, which are like their first loss in the Western Conference playoffs under Steve Kerr. So let's pump the brakes about breaking up this team now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, I, I I know we can go on and on about yeah. the Warriors. <laughs> so, D, I'm, I'm going to let you break it up into something else. But, Joe, I just want to let you know this, man. You are, man. A wealth of knowledge. I yeah. love sports, man. Can't yeah. you tell? So, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, like, like again, you, you guys – I mean, you watch enough. If you watch enough basketball, I mean, especially with, especially the way that you know we've seen this Warriors team uh, grow over the last uh, ten years, is that we were just shocked. I think everybody was just more than we're just shocked that they lost in the playoffs. Like that actually happened. It's like yeah. it's like watching. Right. It's like seeing Bigfoot. You know, it's like yeah, damn, this shit right. actually happened. They lost in the playoffs. And like it could like, yeah, happen. We knew it had to happen soon. Revision. Yeah, we were, win. we were prepared for it. That's what it was. We weren't yeah. just prepared for the. Because <laughs> I was, I, I don't know if I told you, Chill, but mm-hmm. I was, I, I said there is no way watching this team and going back to what I said all season, there is no way that team was going to beat the Nuggets. There was just no mm-hmm. way. That team was you know, especially especially when you got a guy like uh, Jokic who just. Again, we when it comes to Jokic, he's going to get his points, his rebounds. But you know, Denver is really, really kicking ass. Is when you look up and he has 10, 15 assists. That means everyone else is eating. All right. That's that's what makes that's what makes the, the Nuggets so scary. And if the Warriors would have gotten past the Lakers, whew, I mean, I I don't think it's a sweep, but I'm with you. I don't, I don't see the Warriors getting past Denver, no. I, especially the way Denver was just just looked like they were just a freight train, just going a hundred miles an hour, just knocking everyone out out their path, man. Yeah. All right. So from there, that was a good combo, guys. But from yeah. there, we're going to pivot to another controversy: <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, right? Made it to the NFC Championship game last year. We can we can all agree that one of the best, if not the best, defense in the league. But they have a, a I would say a talented quarterback room, but we don't know who the starting quarterback is. We we do, but we don't. Me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. 
So <laughs> you got Brock Purdy, you got Trey Lance, and uh, you got Sam Darnold. Can't forget about can't, hey hey don't say yeah. please don't say Brandon now. Hey please hey you have to hey if you're going if you're going to if you're going to be right if you're going to be oh, come on now no. the Niners have four quarterbacks Jeez. you gotta get you gotta name them all you can't just be like oh yeah Brandon Allen you gotta name them all you know? <laughs> nobody if, if, nobody would know. I thought Brandon Allen was Kyle Allen when they first signed him. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> After research, I'm like, wait a minute, he played with the Bengals? Yeah, he played He played with yeah, the man. Bengals. I mean, let me be honest with you, though. Like, the NFL, it is a – if you're in the AFC – it's a quarterback-driven league. Like, yes. if you're in the AFC, you better have a quarterback because it seems like every good team has a quarterback in the AFC. In the NFC, I mean, who right right now? Who would you say is the best quarterback in the NFC right now? Just the now number one quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Mm-hmm. How can you not say Jalen Hurts? Which, with that said, I expect some regression this year. He had a really good year last it's year. It's called a Super Bowl hangover. They're yeah. they're going to get one. Let's be real about it. Yeah. Super Bowl hangovers are real. So I don't know. No Tom Brady. No Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> I wouldn't dare say Kirk Cousins. You got to say his name because he did make the playoffs last he year. He did make the playoffs, but geez, man, it's Slim Pickens in the NFC, right? It is. It's, it's a tall so, up. So that, that's what we're saying. So, like, if you're the 49ers, right, you're just hoping that Kyle Shanahan, which we've seen when he has a healthy quarterback, he's gotten the team to the Super Bowl, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo was the last quarterback that he's had that played all 16 games, which was a rarity. So <laughs> if you're the 49ers, going into the season, Brock Purdy, if healthy, he's going to be the starter. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just that's just the way I that's the way I feel. I think a lot of people in that building feel that's feel the same way. Is because look, he I mean, team started to catch up with him in the playoffs. And so I mean, cause that cowboy game was but, to me what to me was 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 I was it was a cliffhanger because trust me, I think I I think I died at least nine times that yeah. game when I watched it. He had a couple of oh no throws in there, man. Yeah, a couple of Jim, he had a couple of Jimmy Oh no throws, yeah. but if it weren't for that catch, he got that 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 amazing catch by George Kittle oh in the God. middle that saved it, basically saved the season there. Um, Brock Purdy and the Niners could have gone home, but let me ask if you, you this. Look, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Was, no, was that an amazing catch by Kittle, or was that a horrible play by Trayvon Diggs? Horrible play by Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> and Trayvon tried to at least. Intercept at the least, ball. yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm or with you. even tackle hey. him. If you tried to tackle him, you're talking to a diehard 49er fan. Trust, and, like <laughs> in real time. Great catch, George. That's what I'm talking about, baby. In the right. back of my like, damn, right. Trayvon <laughs> just kind of got away with one here, buddy. You know? What are you doing? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the NFC is just that. I mean. If you have, I swear, if you have a defense and a capable quarterback, you can win 12 games. You can win 12. 11, 12 games. You can. So the 49ers just need – their problem is is just being able to find that quarterback. Just because – because as you can see, they've got all the pieces to win it all. Yes. They have everything you need except the trigger man. Yes. You know, so if they were – you know, you're hoping that, you know, come back into this season, uh, you know, in your own division, you have to worry about – 
the Seahawks, because I think Geno Smith, uh, they paid him, but they actually have done uh, – they did well in the draft uh, two years ago where yeah. basically they rebuilt their offensive line, got a couple of uh, key rookie starters on defense, and uh, and they and they honestly they, – they, they were probably in, in the division. They played the Niners the toughest. Um, and then in the Central, I mean the North, we talked about Aaron Rodgers not being there. So what, Kirk Cousins, um, Justin Fields, Justin Fields – Jared Goff, uh, Jer- Jer- again, uh, Detroit, the the yeah, Detroit Lions. Yeah. A lot of folks are putting a lot of stock into them this year, so um, that's a team that folks are, are going to keep their eye on. But you know, in the NFC, the Niners still have are still considered the are still considered one of the class the class of the NFC, with, even without the quarterback, because they've got the coaching, they've got players that have that have played deep into January and have played in the Super Bowl and so they've got the they've got the uh the requisite um they've got the requisite experience that was going that's gonna help them get there. But a team like Philadelphia that, you know, they just lost both their coordinators and and uh, they're going into a, a new season where folks are gonna be like, you know what, Jalen Jalen Hurts, we know you know, can 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 you follow up your last, you know, uh, an MVP caliber season with another MVP type uh, season? That's a tough ask. It is a tough ask because, uh, I mean, outside of the, you know, the Giants who, again, Daniel Jones is, you know, the Vikings made Daniel Jones a $100 million quarterback they when, did. They, when the Giants won that playoff game. But the Vikings are the biggest frauds in, in the playoffs. And, and 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 again, when you come in, and when you look at the Vikings, they've got good individual players because Justin Jefferson is just out of this world. But you've got a guy in Kirk Cousins where good regular season quarterback, but again, when the postseason comes on, he, he seems to throw the ball to the other team's jersey a lot. So... I mean, again, the Niners are going to be one of the one of the favorites to win to win the NFC, but it all goes back to that quarterback. And again, I think if healthy, it's going to be Brock Purdy because they liked what they saw from Purdy. He came in, Mister Irrelevant, real, uh, you know, real uh, calm and poised under pressure. And it again, it doesn't. And for him, would again, what really helped him is the fact that he played, he practiced against one of the best defenses right. in football every week. So he was prepared to play against top caliber competition week in and week out. Right. And to that same point, that's the same reason why I feel like Trey Lance did not get a fair cut at the at the deal because he did play against one of the best defenses, and we're judging him on a game where he basically played in a typhoon. Like, they were playing in puddles of water that entire game. Justin Fields did not look good. He did not look good. I don't think it's fair to judge him on that. And not only that, the offensive line did not have the continuity they did when Brock Purdy took the job. He did not have George Kittle, and he did not have Elijah Mitchell. He did not have Christian McCaffrey. So... We're judging him not on. We're not judging these two quarterbacks on the same scales. I do think Brock Purdy is the better quarterback, just from what I'm seeing. We can't not take that away from him. But let's not sleep on Trey Lance. Even if Brock Purdy isn't ready to start the season, mm-hmm. Trey Lance does have the physical tools, and from everything that I'm hearing, the guy has the mental capacity and the mental wherewithal to want to be a good quarterback. It's not like a Jamarcus Russell situation where he has all the physical talent but just doesn't care about being good. Watching blank DVDs right. and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if Brock Purdy isn't ready, I still think 
this team is capable of getting to the Super Bowl with Trey mm-hmm. Lance. I don't think you could go wrong with either or. I think we're in a really good situation where we have two good quarterbacks. Oh, okay, okay. Can I say something right now? Yeah. Go right ahead. From a guy who knows absolutely nothing about football, <laughs> I find it absolutely entertaining that you guys are talking while I'm drunk and eating goldfish. Oh I, thought that's a, I thought I was hearing somebody go through a bag. Like, was. I was like, what is that? Like, like who is this guy? Is it Boban Bogdanovic? Like, God, really? Like, my God. He bounced it. He bounced it. He bounced it. <laughs> right. You know? Like, you up there, up there, you up there grabbing goldfish out of a specially made hand of something. Like, God. But, but, no, but, but, on the, but, 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 but seriously, though, like, you, you're right. Like, uh, Trey Lance does have all the physical traits to be a, a starting uh, quarterback in the NFL, but again, it is, you're right. It's all about opportunity and staying healthy, and I think really what it is with him is that we have not seen him play like significant football right. in a in a long time. Like that game you mentioned the game, the, the game against the Bears. If it weren't for Dante Pettis being wide open out of like yeah. what the hell. Um, Hofanga, yeah, that's but again, he needs to work on too. I'll tell you, oh yeah, let's be real about it. That, 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 uh, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he'll 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 get he'll get he'll get uh he'll get caught with on the play action because I mean that yeah. game against the Raiders where where uh where oh uh God. Darren Waller just you know just got past him and all and Derek Carr just needed or not even Derek Carr who was it uh, Jared Stidham just just floated the ball yeah. right over the top, but. But you know what? When it comes down to it, I think Trey Lance. Um, I think going in this season, it will be Brock Purdy starting. But if there's like any type of hiccup, or you know, the Niners don't get like the Niners get off to a slow start, you could see you know Kyle. Kyle, I could see Kyle being quick with the with the. Now nah, we're not going to let we're not, the quarterback won't be the reason why this team is right. going, doesn't make the playoffs. Like they've made like. They've got they've got so much depth at quarterback now that we can't we can't we, they can't go into Philadelphia and be out here thinking like yeah Josh Johnson from Oakland Tech is going to come out there and, <laughs> and save the season no no the season's lost the season is lost at that point so you know like they've got they they invested in the quarterback room uh, a little bit more than they've done in the, in the past couple of years because. They know they have a good defense. They've got playmakers at every position. It's just a matter of staying healthy under center and being able to uh, and be able to still rely on a good running game. Um, a, you're right, a good running game, a good defense. Because again, this team is still is built around running the ball and right. playing great defense. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I I, I trust the 49ers defense more. Then I will a then I would a a Sam Darnold led right. for our offense. You know what I'm saying? So it's at the end of the day, I just ask this team to get me to the playoffs because I know when they get in the playoffs, especially with Kyle Shanahan, like I trust in the NFC, he's the he's the coach that I trust the most. Right. To get my team to the to the Super Bowl because you go to you go to Dallas, I don't trust Mike McCarthy. No, you go to you go to Minnesota, I don't trust Kevin O'Connell. No. You know, like there's coaches in the NFC that you you know what you could trust them to, make, to get your team far. Kyle Shanahan, for what it's worth, 
I trust like this this guy rebounded this team from a three and five start and got him and got him within a broken quarterback's elbow of a Super Bowl yeah. again. So I trust, like I said, the, the, as long the Niners have the pieces in place to not only get to the Super Bowl but to win it, and it all, like I said, it all really just boils down to having the right quarterback in play. And I think it's going to be Brock Purdy uh, starting the season. I think so too, and this shit it well deserved. Is it, he took a cold opportunity? But speaking on defense, sure, I got something jotted down here. This trading draft capital for Chase Young. Or Daniel Hunter oh, worth it? That's okay. You know what? Just wait to just wait to uh, to Washington releases him. You think they're gonna but, release him? Yes. Wow. I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, I think they're gonna. I think they're going to release him because they, they declined his fifth year option. Right. And right at that point, at that point, you're playing. You're basically playing for your your, your career in, in DC. If I were if I were if I was him. I'll go, there, I'll go to them and just ask for my outright release. Let's go ask for my outright release. And then he ends up in San Francisco on the other side of Nick Bosa. This is the, You're almost going back to college with these two kids. Right. So, I, you know, I like Chase Young. Um, Daniil Hunter. Um, I think Daniil Hunter might be a little bit pricier given the fact that as far as he, draft he, capital goes, if, as far as yeah, yeah as far yeah. as draft capital, no, yeah. no question. Draft capital, um, because as you can see, the Niners they gave up a lot, which was right for Christian McCaffrey. I would have done that deal. They got it all back in compensation picks, and that's the thing. And see, that's why I trust John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan to keep this roster in, uh, to keep to make sure this roster is still competitive. Because not only did you trade. A fortune for Christian McCaffrey, but you were able to recoup that fortune in compensation picks. Right. So that's so so they've done a good job. But Daniel Hunter, I like I, I I like him as a player, but he will be a little bit pricier. I'm serious. Like I would wait around until Washington either gets rid of uh, Chase Young or because uh, I believe Yannick and Dockway is still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still there's still some options because you also got to remember we we this is we're in June, training camp isn't until July and August so Plenty there might be guys yeah there will be guys who will be cut off of rosters that you might be able to be able to bring in so I uh, you know the the you know the pass rusher opposite of Mick Bosa that's gonna be a, that's going to be a fluid situation because I still believe maybe Drake Jackson can come, you know, year two, be able to uh, to have a little bit of depth on that side, on the other side. But, yeah, you do – if you're the 49ers, you would want to get another pass rusher opposite Nick Bosa because he had a great defensive player of the year uh, season. But come playoff time, he didn't have any sacks. He looked like he was lethargic. Like he, I think just, some of that was he. He was dealing with a groin. I think that groin never went away. Possibly, you know what? I'll, 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 give, I'll you know what? I'll give you that. But a lot of it also, you could just tell like he was facing double, triple, yeah. starts, quadruple teams. You know, um, so if you can just like I say, get another pass rusher on the other side to kind of take some of that pressure off of him, because the Niners already have the, the, the strength of their defense is the as the is the front seven, but really they're linebackers. So. If you can get if you can get another pass rusher in there for 49ers to take some pressure off of Nick Bosa, they'll be they'll be in better shape. That defense will be a lot a, a lot scarier if they can get another uh, another a guy on the yeah. other side get you maybe five to ten sacks. That's so, all you need. I'm looking at the free agents list right now. 
Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of names. You got Robert Quinn still available. You you mentioned Eagle, okay. You you mentioned Yannick, he's still available. Jadavion okay. Clowney is still available. He just I could have sworn he just got picked up by some you know, Clowney just got signed by somebody. Let me, Let me click. Like it. he just like I just saw him get picked up by somebody. I think it was was it Pittsburgh? Jadavion. He just got because I just saw his I saw his name get picked up by somebody. Was that was yeah. that as recent as this week? As this week, yeah. Okay. Like this week or last week. It was like I could have sworn I saw his name, but if Clowney if he didn't get picked up, you know, that could be, you know. No, yeah, he's I still could, available. I think, oh. you, are you thinking of Frank Clark? Because Frank Clark. That's who it was. was. I'm sorry, Frank yeah. Clark. Frank Clark, Frank Clark got picked got up by the Broncos. That's who it was. And, hey, yeah. hey, a matter of fact, it's funny you say the Broncos because last year this team was only giving up 15 points a game. They were, oh, they were my best, rest. They were the best scoring defense last year next to San Francisco. But their offense only got them like thirteen points a game, yeah. so you can't win like that in the NFL. Like if they had, if they had a team, if they had a quarterback in offense and got was able to get twenty points, Denver would Denver would have made the playoffs and would have been a scary out for somebody. Yeah, it was the quarterback play. That's all it was. It was the they had the they had the running back room, they mm-hmm. had the receivers. I even like uh, I forget his name, but their tight end, their rookie tight end, he had a nice little run. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the season, they had, they had the team <laughs> to compete for a championship. Right, the re- re- regression at a quarterback and Russell uh, Wilson. So, if you again, if you're the forty nine, but if you're the forty niners again, you have all the you have, you have all the parts to make a uh, make a make a Super Bowl run. But that's for every team. If you don't have the quarterback to get you there, you're not going to go too far. You're not. And it's a little different with with uh, Kyle Shanahan. He's he yeah. seems to figure out ways to win without a quarterback, but this particular situation, you have to solidify one guy and say this is our guy. And I, in my personal opinion, whether it's Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, I think either or can win ten plus games this season yeah. if they if they play the whole season. You can't See, switch in the middle of the season. And the Gold Raiders. <laughs> and the thing, and we'll, we can tap on him in a minute. The good thing about, and, and, and the good thing about the 49ers defense, that team, that defense can win you eight games. So, yeah. if you got a quarterback that can that can probably win you another four, that's twelve wins right that's there. Twelve and five, that can be that's that's a that's a that's a division title and a and a home playoff game. Though so, I won't sleep on the Seahawks. I was scared mm-hmm. of them. I, I my maybe second or third episode of this podcast. I went on a little tangent about if the Seahawks have a good draft, and I mentioned Anthony Richardson as if they get him, it's it's scary hours. Mm-hmm. But they they still they their draft was really good. Yeah. So and I wouldn't sleep. There are probably if you look at their personnel and mm-hmm. their head coach, he's probably the best, if not second best, to Kyle Shanahan and the you NFC. Know- that's a good point, you know, and it's funny you say that because usually usually it's the coach who's the one that's the first one to go. But ever since that the, the Legion of Boom, you know, that whole Seattle Seahawk run with Russ, Pete Carroll is uh has has has, has outstood them all. I mean, mm-hmm. he traded Russ, he saw Richard Sherman leave, he saw 
He saw Earl Thomas leave. He's, I mean, even though it's it sad that he had to retire, Cam Chancellor because of a neck injury, he retired. Like right. he outlasted that, that that whole basically that whole roster has been turned over since he's after that Super Bowl run. And you're right, Bobby when he's, Wagner. Bobby Wagner, exactly. Bobby Wagner, who actually resigned back up there this year. Yeah, so he's yeah. yeah, but but yeah, they saw him last year. They let they they had the audacity to let Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson go on the same day. Ain't that something? And, made and you drafted playoffs. those guys at the same time, right? Yep. And so man. So yeah, no, B P Carroll. Pete Carroll always like his teams are always competitive. It goes back to college. It goes back to when he was a coach of the, the the New England Patriots for one year. The Jets. Every team he's coached, he's they've been competitive. They've been and they, they've been tough out. So, yeah, you're right. Seattle to me is going to be the team that that's going to give the Niners the most uh, competition in the in the West this year because the Cardinals and the Rams are both going to take back seats because Cardinals. Um, uh, Kyler Murray is it, it probably won't be back until like midseason for yeah. because you're coming back from the ACL, and and I mean I mean Jared Stidham is a matter of fact I think Jared Stidham is going to be the starting quarterback in Arizona now that I think about it. Um, is he? He's so, he's yeah. Jared, I believe Jared oh, Stidham wow. signed with the Cardinals. So when you look at so yeah so like yeah the Niners are gonna like the NFC is is wide open but I still believe like the Niners no, he's with the he's with the Broncos he that was the Broncos he wow. signed with. he's with the Broncos I did not realize that oh Russ better play good this year <laughs> he, better Man, have a, right? he better start off on fire because the way Jared <laughs> did him lit up the Niners that's he he has some leeway he has some catch eight Speaking of the but speaking of the Raiders there, uh, John. So uh, <laughs> let's get on these Raiders. Yeah. So 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 Garoppolo. So I I heard somewhere and, and this was funny. Uh huh. Signing Garoppolo is the same as trading. It signing Garoppolo is the same for trading Derek Carr as Derek Carr is the same for training drop. It's just like the same. <laughs> yeah. I see that, man. I see that. You know what's going to be so funny, though, is if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play well and Derek Carr goes to New Orleans and kills. It up. You know what would be even funnier? What's that? If Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play a single game with the Raiders. You know what? <laughs> I'm trying to say, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. It was like, when he up there, hey, they said, you know, he had that foot issue. He had that foot physical. issue. They were talking about cutting that man before they even before he even made it to training camp. So, and one, you can see this a different rate of regime. They were like, we're going to just let a guy, you know, we just gave Derek Carwood almost $40 million for mm-hmm. just sitting around. Mm-hmm. So, we're not going right. to do the same thing with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. But, but let's be real about it. Like, the Raiders on paper, they have a deep, they have a they have a solid offense. I mean, you did trade Darren Waller, which still is a head scratcher, but I can I don't understand. understand that. Why did they do that? Is it because uh, uh, Mark Davis wasn't invited to the wedding? Was that really probably what it so? Was? Him and uh, Josh McDaniel, they both weren't weren't invited. You think that they traded him for that? Nah, it was something, <laughs> it was something else. But I, I, it was something else. But I guarantee you that that didn't help. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, yeah, I don't understand that movie. Uh, it didn't help. But Josh Jacobs still hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. 
Right, and that's an issue. Ooh, I, I, I learned about that through Madden. They t- they they franchise put that on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, franchise tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what? This, and this. I'm not gonna lie. I learned a lot about football as a kid because of the old Madden. Oh, all right. There was a lot in there that I took from that. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you can do that. Or I didn't even know about that. Joe, <laughs> I'm going to just be honest with you. Like, the reason why I'm not saying shit is because I know absolutely nothing about football. You know, know a little something. You know a little something. A little, little, something little sprinkle like, here and there. But you know what's so funny? Like, I learned at an early age how much football or how much sports in general was a business. Because yeah. when I saw the Niners said, you know what, Joe Montana, you can take a hike. When they traded him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they told Ronnie, "Hey, Ronnie, you go sign. We sign with the Raiders. You too, Tom Rathman." When I saw that, I knew football. I knew sports was a, was a yeah. business. So, don't get it wrong. We we want we want our favorite players to you know to to stay with our teams until they retire. But you know, unless you're the you're a special player like Patrick Mahomes, the the, the Chiefs will never. Never let that man walk off the building. You saw what they no. gave that man half a billion dollars half to stay. Half a man. billion. That's, oh <laughs> so, my gosh. You, so you know he's going to forever be the constant down there in Kansas City. But other than that, like we look at like a Nick, like Nick Bosa is somebody that I don't want to see in another uniform. Fred Warner is another guy I don't want to see wearing another uniform. Yeah. Like there's just certain guys you just you just grow you know you grow accustomed to that you don't want them playing for another team but sports is a business and 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 egos have, have become you know are you know become bigger than most so a guy like Derek Carr I knew he was going to be a Raider for long but it's going to be it's going to be different seeing him in another uniform especially a Saints uniform I know and you know and and I guarantee you this we've like we've we've always we've seen this uh, every time when a when a when a player leaves one team and goes to another, folks is like we don't miss him. But when he's lighting it up and your team is out here going four and twelve, and he's leading his team to a playoffs, you're gonna be like, man, if we would just kept Derek Carr, everything would have been different. And this, is like, okay, yeah. revisionist history. Uh, you okay, know? that you know what? That's the thing, though, Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, taking it back to, I know we're switching to basketball sure. or whatever, mm-hmm. sure. but. Like, I'm fine with us not winning, as far as the Warriors, not winning a championship for a while, just because I remember the Vontigo Cummings era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I remember the AC Law era. Oh, where God. we still stuck with them. But mm-hmm. then, you know, as Steph and everybody comes along, and I remember us hating that we traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogus. <laughs> nah, man, that had to be done. That had that like, was, yeah, that was a like good you, you know what though, John, you you brought up you bring up a great, a very good point because I yeah we all remember you know when Steph you know when 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 Monte got traded is like oh damn okay well moped Monte is gone so it's like uh, <laughs> bad ankle all right it's it's Steph now and I mean they they you trade because you traded for uh, Bogut who again had an elbow issue we can remember folks will forget. He fell on his elbow, and that, it, was, it, that was an injury that I exactly and and a lot of folks thought that would that could have ended his career. So when they traded him and brought him in, and and, and honestly, it was really one of the final pieces. If it may not have been the final piece to help him win that championship, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you absolutely. what the final piece was. It was Steph Curry's bad ankles and that 
four-year, $44 million contract. That's hey, what the final piece Best was. money spent. The best money spent for that organization. Oh because, because, trust, I remember when folks was like, do you really want to get this man $44 million on some bum ankles? Yeah. I remember that was such a big talking point. But it was a great investment because that showed, one, that showed the loyalty to by the organization to Steph and, and, and the commitment they had in the Steph that he was going to be able to Right the ship and get healthy and and be able to uh, be able to lead this team to a championship. Because to be real with you, ever since those ankle injuries, Steph has been for the most part durable. He's missed some games here and there, but ever since those ankle injuries, he's been durable. Yeah. He's been out there. And if it wasn't for that contract, you do not get Andre Iguodala. That's a you fact. Do not get Andre Iguodala, you do not win any championships. That's a fact. You guys are fucking awesome. I just want to let y'all know. You guys are like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I mean, be quite, like I said, man. Like when it comes down to the when it comes down to it, though, you, you, you know, like some of the best decisions that you make are the ones that are made for you. And and the Warriors knew they had Steph at a discounted rate because of the ankle injuries. So when so you know. Previous, if this was the Chris Cohen era, trust Steph wouldn't have gotten his forty four no. million. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Steph would have been tra- exactly. Steph would have been either released or yeah. traded. I e Gilbert Best. Arenas. Oh my god! Don't even don't even start it. Don't talk to me about Arenas because he wanted to stay with us. Oh yeah, he was sad. Oh yeah, he was shocked when they traded him. Oh, yeah. But oh my, I, my whole philosophy with this, with this mm-hmm. not to go back to the Warriors, but the, my whole philosophy cool. with this team and to tie it back into football, I'm very Bill Wash with it. I'd rather trade a player a year too early than a year too, too late. late. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're at. Like I, the loyalty, I love. I want to keep the guys. I want to see them ride off in the sunset together. Mm. But I, for the life of me, I do not want to go back to. It's a great timeout, $1 hot dogs, and sitting at the upper deck for two. And two walking days. on down uh, near the court. Right. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm that's the with thing, that. guys. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm not. Because I got, I, got, I, got, I got NBA TV to where I can watch the 2022 20, NBA Finals. See, there you no, go. And I can relive all of that that I need to relive. Pull up YouTube. Why not? I can't live like that. <laughs> I can't live like that. It's 2023. I can, though. We got because we I'm got Chat GPT bro. talking to you like a human being. We got all this technology. I just I I I watched a car drive down the street by itself. I do not want to go <laughs> back to watching the Warriors win twenty games because we want to keep Steph Clay and Dre together. You don't want you don't want to go back to the Warriors uh, Christmas. Uh... Christmas uh, eight pack game. No, I don't you want that. Where, where, you, where you're guaranteed for the Lakers and Suns to come into town? Man, we were, we were advertising, <laughs> selling Warriors tickets based on the teams that they were playing. Give that Warriors four tickets with four hot dogs and a soda, and four sodas for ninety nine dollars. Hot dogs are disgusting at that too. Oh oh hot dogs God. were nasty. They were dry. Them sog, them sog, them sog sausages that went, went the best. Oh, man, I do not want to go back to that, guys. I do not. I'm sorry. So you don't want to? So you don't, you don't want to go back to uh, taking the Bart over to this no. uh, and over? No, I'm done. I'm, I'm We're getting older. Uh-huh. We're getting more mature. Life is supposed to progressively get better as we get older. <laughs> 
I do not <laughs> want right. to go back to those days. Right. I'm done right. with the. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. We'll, we'll get off the Warriors. I'm we'll done. Get off the yeah, because that's a trigger. It's a trigger. Some more stuff, but she's. She, I'm glad with our four championships. Okay. Yeah, that'd you know be. What? Yeah. I mean, and I hear, and I hear what you're saying, John. Because look, you're fine with going. You know, you're fine if the Warriors take a step back because you've seen, right? You've seen championships because, like a, a, a like a franchise like Memphis, a franchise, a fan base that haven't seen the championship. Like, right, it's right. tough. Denver. Right. Denver just won their just won their first championship in forty seven years. Ever. Okay, that's their first ever, ever. So I understand if the, like the 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 Nuggets fans they'll they're they're probably satisfied right now with that one championship. They may now they can like the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors will never win another NBA championship right now. They right, got that right. one championship. The whole country is fine with that. Right. I mean, you go back to the Toronto Blue Jays who won back to back titles in ninety two and ninety three. They're still talking about the Blue Jays like they like like, like they were a right. dynasty. So all they need is I'm, hope at that at this exactly. Point. And, and, and you know what? And that's and, that, and that's a, and that's a very good point. All you need is hope. That's all you need. And and if you're the and if you're a Warriors fan, again next year, the expectation is. Championships are bust because they've because because this franchise over the last ten years has given us that it's either championship bust. There's no, oh, you know, hell, we just made the playoffs, fifty wins, we won the West, uh, we won the Pacific Division. That's a great year. No, 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 (laughs) no. It is. Did you win the championship? And 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 that's come and again that comes up from a long from a long way of. Man, 22 and, 22 and 60. Man, that's a great season, man. Let's go ahead and throw a parade. We're getting better. We're getting better. Man, we're getting better. We're going to draft We're gonna draft Donald Foyle, but not Kobe Bryant. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, so we've got, so the Warriors have come a long way from that. So every year now, it's either championship or bust. So next year, the Warriors are going to come in with, if they, keep, like I said, keep the same nucleus with Steph, Clay, and Dre. It's going to be championship or bust next year. No, the, the, the expectations haven't changed. Right. And, I, and I'm totally for that. They have the pieces. Everything's there for them to do it. Even if it's, even if these guys on the team aren't the guys that are going to get them there, you can trade some of these guys and get pieces that make that happen. So, sure for me, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. And and we talk and, and and we've talked about how the Warriors have gone from you know a a wasteland franchise where guys like quit uh, guys like um, Quentin Quentin Richardson or uh, Corey McGetty. Remember Corey, Corey McGetty is who contract? I was thinking about. Excuse me, Corey McGetty fifty. Right, it's getting it's getting fifty million. Right, Corey McGee is getting fifty million from this franchise. Okay, we we've gone a long way now to, you know what, David West coming out here being a big part of a championship team. Right. Right. Uh, Sean right. Sean Living, you guys mentioned Sean Livingston earlier. Sean Livingston came back from a gruesome knee injury and it was a major part of those three championships. Right. Uh, Leandro Barbosa, like they've had, like th- this franchise now. Has become a destination for veterans who are looking to to win a championship or contribute to to help winning a championship, and that's all because do with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. 
Right. This is fucking awesome. I'm <laughs> loving this podcast. Like, sit, like. I know, Joe. We have to okay. have you back on. I want to talk some baseball with you, man. Either, sure. You know, <laughs> we didn't we didn't get to the the GM situation. We didn't talk about a lot of NBA stuff, but we got to have you back on, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, hey, just on. yeah, just you know how to get in touch with me. I'll get back on. Uh, you said GM stuff. You talking about uh, Bob Myers? I'm talking about Dunleavy. I'm talking about moving forward. Oh yeah. We, well, we, look, we 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 we, we could have been yeah, that. Before before we before we sign, let me ask you this one question then about uh, Warriors GM. Do you think there's going to be more pressure on Mike Dunleavy this off season to try to 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 to, to try to squeeze to try to put another good team around this core to squeeze one more championship, or are they going to use this season pretty much like a? Like a season in transition from from Bob Myers to uh, to uh, Mike Dunleavy. Do you think, do you, or you think that the okay. pressure the pressure is on him right now to uh, to put a championship roster together? I'll let you I go first. Okay, okay. So my question for that is, Joe, have you ever seen Mike Dunleavy smile? Yes, it was when he uh, helped Duke lead the national championship in 2002. <laughs> I do remember 2002. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I have seen Mike Dunleavy smile. That was probably the last time I saw him smile, yeah. Oh, my God. And, and matter of fact, and, uh, in his introductory press conference <laughs> with the Warriors, like he was, like, like, like he was, like he was uh, Prince Akeem standing outside on the, on the uh, fire escape. I'm very happy to be here, you know. <laughs> I know. A 22-year so gap in between smiles. I think with the Warriors, it's always going to be a pressure to win a championship unless they go multiple years when they don't um, compete. Uh-huh. So I think even this year, it's going to be an expectation of we get to at least the Western Conference Finals. So I'm expecting some moves to be made in the offseason. So you expect them to at least make it back to the conference final? If they don't make it back to the conference finals, the rest of the season was a failure. Is, there, is right. that that's what you're I, saying? Right, right, right. Okay. And I, don't know I respect that. Regular me or drunk me speaking? Because I am drunk as hell right now, guys. Probably, it's probably a mixture of both, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying, though. I, I think, but you know what, though, I think, uh, John, I think a lot of a lot of Warrior fans feel the same way you do. Is like, right. You, you you lost. It was the first again. We 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 got, we we highlighted the fact that it was a shock that they didn't even get to the. You know, we weren't prepared for them to lose in the in the semifinals. We we're right. so used to this team going deeper. So when they lost it, you know, to Lakers uh, in the in the in the conference semifinals, it you know it shocked us all. So we're expecting them to to bounce back. And get back to the Western Conference. I think a lot of I think a lot of Warrior fans are expecting that. You're right, John. Yeah, and it's one of those things, Joe, to where it's like I'm coming. So me and in DC, we come from different point of views. I'm coming from a fan's perspective. He comes from more of a general manager's perspective. Sure, <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it makes plenty of sense. I hear what you're saying, and I, I have um, a different take for for that. For go ahead, that outcome too. Go ahead, um, go ahead, D. Go ahead, D. I think a telltale sign of what this hire is is what they do with Steve Kerr, because Steve Kerr is directly tied into 
how they develop the young players. If the young players are the focal point of what this team needs to be, then Steve mm-hmm. Kerr is not coming back. And that's another. That's a good point too, because we 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 touched on the fact that Steve is going into the final year of his uh, right. of his deal, and he hasn't. I don't think I don't, I don't know if there's been you know talks going on, but you you know the the for the most part you don't want your coach going into a lame duck year, right? So I think now that Bob you know now that the general managers uh, you know position has been filled with with uh, Mike Dunleavy. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Steve Kerr receives a three-year extension. Again, I think a lot of it is, this is all tied with a lot of it with Steph. Yeah. Like, Steph is, I think, is the straw that, is the straw that stirs the drink here. Right. I think if right. Steve Kerr gets an extension, I would not be shocked if his extension lines up with Steph's final year. Like it's same with mm. same, same with uh with Clay. Like we met, like I said, Clay can probably get another two, three year extension. Like I, I would not be shocked that all these deals, Steph, uh, Clay, Dre's, and Steve's all line up with, with with Steph at the end of the day. And then by then, then you know maybe one more champion. They win one more championship in the next three years, and they can just ride off in the sunset together. Then you know this will just pretty much end the end this dynasty where you're going to have to get younger. Um, because I mean, Joe Lacob has said it. He's going to. He wants a star at Chase. So whenever right. the Steph Curry era is over, they would have. They're going to have another star in place. Don't know where it's coming from. You keep hearing, you know, the the rumors about Giannis maybe possibly coming out here because Giannis is always out here in the Bay Area. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but this man stays up in Sacramento a lot. So, really? yeah, he's out. He's up in Sacramento a lot. He's got he's got friends, family. That's that that he he loves that area. So, would it be you know you know maybe maybe Lakeup comes up out of nowhere and gets Giannis? You know, because because the Bucks are going through a set. They just went through a sale where. Uh, the Browns Browns owner Jimmy Haslam bought uh, bought a, a, a I believe a, a majority stake in the franchise yeah. for like three three billion. Um, Chris Middleton, you know, just had See, surgery. Three billion is just a majority stake. I know, right? Yeah, this huh. is big. This is big money right there. But if you yeah, if you're Giannis, I mean, if you're you know Joe Lacob, you never know. Joey Lightyear may mess around and find a way to get uh, Giannis to play at uh, at Chase. So. The Warriors are going to be a franchise. You know they've 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 shown you that they're a franchise that is, that's willing to to go star hunting. You know and and if they and if they have to, they they will. So I I like I said I think when 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 the season when the season tips off, I think Kerr's going to have an extension. Clay 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 Dre and Kerr will all have extensions. They're all going to be lined up with, with with Steph. I guarantee it. And if if Kerr doesn't sign an extension, it's, it can't be because of money. Because I've seen somewhere that if you match Monty Williams's uh, salary number, mm-hmm. it costs the Warriors the same amount of money as it is for them to sign a, a player at a vet minimum because yeah. of taxes. It's the same amount of money. So if they do not sign him to match that money, it's not about the money. It's because they same want to go in a it, different direction. And the same with Bob Myers because it wasn't about money with it Bob was, Myers. It wasn't. Yeah, about money. it was. It was about you know just being tired, just quality of life. So with Steve Kerr, 
if he if he doesn't if he doesn't come back as a Warriors coach, you're right. It's not going to be about the money. It's going to be about does he have the does he have the wherewithal? Does he have the strength to maybe coach another four years? You know, so I think I think really I think Steve Kerr seriously. I I really believe that that him, Dre, and Clay and Steph they they could possibly all leave together at the same time. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking is what's going to happen. And I would I would accept that if Draymond takes a lesser number, if Clay signs an extension and his cap number comes down this year because of that extension, it makes more sense if that happens. And I was telling Jay this, Draymond opting out is actually a really good thing for the Warriors because that means Oh, that, it's the best thing it's the best thing right? the Warriors could have hoped for. And that means that he's willing to take a multi year deal. He wants the long term security and the money opposed to the having twenty seven million and being able to be traded. So that's probably the best thing. That means that probably a high percent chance that he comes back with the Warriors. You also got to remember too, this man just bought a house for 9 million down in LA. So trust, he's looking for, he's got to make the, yeah. you got to keep those house payments together. You're, he's not, gotta, you're not getting 27 million anywhere else. So him no. coming out is more than likely means that he's resigning with the Warriors. Yeah. Because I, if I, like I said, if I'm a general manager of another team, I'm not going to give, Clay and Draymond, you know, near near max dollars. Nowhere near. Because again, we're going. I'm going to be paying them for what they did in the past. I'm not paying for what they're doing in the future. So it makes sense for them. It makes sense for for Draymond to opt out. Him, the Warriors come to the table, get maybe another three year, hundred million dollar deal that he just that he's coming off of something similar to that. Clay. You do. I think you mentioned. I think it's less DC. than half for Dre. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. more of the lines of of three and what seventy. Yeah, <laughs> Clay. On the open market, Clay will not see a dollar over thirty million a year. That's Dre a fact. Does I, not I, see a yeah. dollar over twenty five million a year in open market. Yeah, I mean, again, but those guys. You're looking at those guys playing for championship teams. You're not having like Dre is not going to go to play for Orlando just to make millions of dollars. Like I can see him playing for Detroit. You know what? And that and a lot of folks believe that he can play for Detroit. A lot of folks believe that if he got his if if there is a if there is a possibility, he'll go play with Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. Like Draymond Green, it, it, like like I, I've seen some I, I've thought of scenarios of where Draymond Green could play. Um, if he doesn't stay with Golden State, Milwaukee, uh, F- Philadelphia, Miami, like th- those are organizations. Miami intrigues me a bit because Draymond oh, yeah. Green fits definitely would fit the Miami Heat culture. Like he's a guy that'll come in there. That culture doesn't take shit. They up there. They, they would do great together. <laughs> they would be great together. Matter of fact, the Miami Heat is the one organization that told LeBron to take a hike. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so the Miami Heat are like the New England Patriots of the of the NBA. Yeah, that's a good. You know, good. you go, you go down there. You're going to play ball. You're going to fall in line, or you just don't play at all. But you know. All the teams that you've named, you know the one common theme with them? They do not have the money to sign Draymond Green to $25 million a year. That's, that, that's true. So, him opting, uh, bring it back, him opting out, he's not going anywhere. 
But he would I get but I think Draymond, if he doesn't get a long term deal with the Warriors, he seems like the type of guy that would take a one or two year deal if it's for the contending team. Yeah. Like he's not going to again, he's not going to take a four year max deal from from like the Charlotte Hornets. No, no, no. You know, he's gonna go to he'll take a one year deal to go play for the Lakers. You know, yeah, right. stone it out there. You know, he'll take yeah. a one year deal to go play with Luca down in Dallas. Like he'll go to a place where he'll he'll see like, you know what? They can make the playoffs, they can win a series, maybe two, but he's not gonna go to a team that's gonna be struggling to win thirty games in the season. No way. Just right. to just to be able to make some millions, nah. That's not. I don't see Draymond doing that. So him opting out is is two things. Him opting out is yeah. Him hedging his bets. If you guys don't do the moves that I want you to do, I can just go somewhere else for cheap and play. But also, I think him opting out. It must have been something there where they're negoti- They're already in negotiation and good faith that hey, we're really trying to resign you. They must have told him some a parameter of numbers to where he liked it and was like, okay, this sounds yeah. good. I'll opt out, and you know, we're now we're negotiating in good faith. There has a lot of players do that. Yeah, yeah, I, you know what? A lot of players do that, and I think and you're, and, and, and you're spot on, D. Like, I think I think uh, the Warriors have already. It wouldn't have shocked me if the Warriors have already gone to Draymond before before the season even ended about. About a contract extension, about num- they were already kicking numbers around. Yeah, um, it's just a matter of them of coming to an agreement. I think the same thing with Clay too. I think I would not be shocked that they've already kind of started kicking around numbers while bringing Clay back because again, Clay Clay is definitely a statue guy at Oracle uh, at Chase. Oh yeah, I mean we all know three. That, all three of them. Yeah, all three. Yeah, you know what? I think all three could get a statue together because I'm not making the statue for Draymond, Draymond Green by himself. No. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, let's be real about it. Let's be yeah, real that's, about it. Like, that's a trio statues, statue. Again, you you got to think about it. Statues are for out of this world superstar, you know, franchise changers. Steph is a guy that's going to get a statue by himself. Shaq just recently got a statue with the Lakers. Thank you. Shaq just got a statue from the Lakers. You know, like, you know, like Draymond Green, you know, get, if he gets a statue, it's going to be with a couple other folks. Yeah. I mean, Scottie yeah. Pippen, Scottie Pippen got a statue, but it's inside the uh, uh, of the United yeah. Center and outside. They hide, you know, so they hide now. <laughs> again, so it, 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 again, statues are are, are are for guys who who changed the franchise, who have been, you know, who who've turned the franchise around. Draymond Green has been part of the franchise changing, but is he the main cog on why the franchise on why the Warriors are who they are? No, no, absolutely, no, absolutely. It's one Wardell Stephen Curry, you know, like. Yeah. You know, Draymond. I mean, Draymond may have a plaque or something around or around around Chase. You know, like for all of the stuff he's done. Uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is somebody that I can see getting the statue. Um, yeah. But if but if I but if I if I really really you know if I have to you know to, to really just melt this down, I think I think Steph. I think the three of them should get a statue together, but we know definitely the first statue at at, uh, at Chase is going to probably be uh, Steph or Shay. Right. I think or, Steph, uh, gets man, or... Steph gets his own statue. 
probably yeah. at the corner of uh, 16th somewhere. Okay, 16th and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Mariposa? Yeah, I think he gets, his, <laughs> he gets his own. Then I think they get they get the trio statue somewhere else. All right. Probably right in front of the little plaza there. They, they oh, and... Oh, in uh, Thrive City. Thrive City. They probably get a trio statue in Thrive City. Hey, man, you put that statue over there by the Lumpia Company, man. right? <laughs> 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 but I mean, but yeah, but like, to be be honest with you, Joe, uh, though, John, like statues are reserved, and we could do a whole podcast on that. Statues right. are reserved for 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 franchise changing players. That's what they're reserved for, right? Right. So, hey. Yeah. Coming from a drunk person's perspective, this podcast is lit. Yeah, I had a how good many, time. How much of a uh, are, are you almost done with uh, with Goldfish, John? I'm absolutely done. Yeah, with I think goldfish. he killed the whole. <laughs> you know the, the big the big milk carton of goldfish. Oh the man, you talking about time Jonathan has been eating goldfish? I'm sure he ate the whole milk carton of goldfish. Don't the big the milk carton uh, of goldfish they used to uh, give out during the CTBS yeah. testing? Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> he, he ate a whole one of those. <laughs> he ate a whole classroom for the <laughs> CTBS testing, man. Those good old California standardized oh testing. The little, the little, the little thimble cup of a uh, of of of, yeah. of, uh, of smart mix <laughs> with the Cheerios in there too. Brain food. <laughs> yeah, they called it brain food. <laughs> brain food by ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing but a damn snack. Man. <laughs> Smart about the damn goldfish no, at all. God that damn. actually made me really sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the with the with the heat turning on up in there too. Right. Come I on, man. Struggling. No, <laughs> not real talk though, y'all. Like, cause so I'm not that big on football or whatever, and I'm just being like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, spectator, spectator? Yeah. right now. Uh huh. Like, you guys, y'all know y'all shit. We didn't even go to baseball, so yeah. Joe, you're definitely mm-hmm. coming back. We didn't even go to baseball. Sure. We'll, we'll sure. talk about, it, right, off, yeah. we'll talk about guys... it off air. We'll, as okay. soon as you can get back, sure. we, we got to have you back, man. I mean, you guys do this thing, what, every Saturday? Sure. Yeah, every Saturday. Saturday. I mean, Just I mean, Saturday. I wouldn't be opposed to, you know what I'm saying? If the, just if text the, me. Hey, you, know, you guys know free. how to get in touch with me. If the just schedule's me, free. Hit me up earlier early enough in the week, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll make some time for you guys, no doubt. Well, for sure, man. Yeah, all right. Man, well, I think we're wrapping a lot right of fun. Here. It was yeah. a great time, great conversation, oh, guys. 100, 101 minutes to see. Oh, yeah, this was great, right? Oh, yeah, here. We, we did our thing this so, time. So, Joe, I got a question for you. Like, go ahead. Are, are, are you available, like, like every Saturday night around? <laughs> Saturday night. <around? laughs> I told you, I told you, just give me a heads up uh, early in the week. By at least by Wednesday, I can tell you exactly if I'm gonna be available. But if it's if it's around this time, I might be able to. I should be able to be free. Yeah, because D, you already know where I'm going, bro. I know where you're going with this. We're we're expanding, and Joe, if 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 whenever you're free, I'm not going to have you make a commitment to this podcast. But you def your intellect, we definitely would love to have you as much as possible. No, sure. Uh, like I said, man, just let me know. Just give me, just kind of give me a, uh, a little early uh, heads up in the week, and like I said, I can, I can make, I can make the time. I'm usually, I'm usually off on the weekends uh, unless I'm recording another a uh, couple of other podcasts. But just let me know. I'll, right, I'll, that, sure, this, is, this has been fun. I'll definitely jump on, and we could definitely switch back and forth between our different podcasts. And, you know, build sure. them all up and just see what happens, man. 
No, no, I'm, I'm definitely down for this. This was this was this was really fun. Yes, I mean, sir. we heard we heard John up there uh, had his whole fist <laughs> in the bag of goldfish. <laughs> whole fist, like, like now I'm just waiting on I'm just waiting on the uh, the Bobon and uh, and T- Tobias Harris uh, commercial to, to show up. Uh, the, car- the goldfish commercial to come up on my TV right now. I know we talk about Apple. Apple's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Apple's listening. So you man, know. right now I'm just eating my daughter's pizza. Oh, you just a whole, so. you got that. So wait a minute, so so John, what part of Washington you stay at, man? So technically, I'm in Everett, which is like I want to say 30 minutes away from Seattle. Okay, I've I've heard of Everett. All right, no doubt. So, and how long have you been up there now? About two years or so. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. you so you left the Bay two years ago? Okay, no doubt. Yeah. Oh man, and I didn't get up to, um, I didn't get up to Washington. Oh, uh, come up to Washington, man. I got you. Whatever you need. Um, King of Washington. Eventually, we're going to try to make this podcast like a, a video one. T- tell them about the ideas, D. So, we have different ideas. We got, right we got, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the pod. I'm DC, Chill, Joe. I'm going to end it right here. Guys, we're going to talk off pod. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace. We in the club, man. Peace. Oh. Yeah, they hate, but they broke them. They broke them. And when it's time to pop, they have no show. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm loco. Yeah, I'm loco. The loud got me moving slow mo. Hey, yo, Tweety, where the hoes, bro? Hey, yo, Keys, where the hoes, though? That other nigga, he a bozo. It's a man, you don't know. We got liquor by the boatload. Disrespect the life, that's a no no. All my niggas dressed in that rojo I ride for my guys, that's the broco Baby gave me head, that's a low blow Damn, she made me weak when she deep throw I need a rich bitch, not a cheap hoe Baby on that hate shit, I peep though My brother told me, fuck him, get that money, sis You just keep on running on your hungry shit Ignore the hate, ignore the fake, ignore the funny shit Cause if a nigga violate, we got a honey clip and we go zero to a hundred quid We just them niggas you ain't fucking with Pockets on the chubby chick And still go back a thotty and some bummy shit You're Eli, why they testing me? Like I don't always keep the hammer next to me Like I ain't got a header to the left of me Like we ain't in these streets more than sesame But that shit chicken, why she texting me? Why she keep calling my phone speaking sexually? Every time I'm out, why she stressing me? You call her Stephanie, I call her Heffany.